Thank you for listening to the Reconnect Marriage Podcast. I'm Dr. Steve Call. And I'm Lisa Call. And we are dedicated to having conversations that cultivate connection in our marriage. Thank you for joining us. Hey, we're grateful that you've joined us in this podcast. Uh, We are back. This is the fall start of 2022, and we took a month off, uh, enjoyed our our month of August. A big highlight for us was we dropped our third and final child off at college (laughs) uh, last week. And so uh, we're back and on our trip. Oh, by the way, it was... 33 years for us of having children in the home, right? Is that what we figured out? 33 years. Uh, 33 years. years. So uh, we're excited for her and grateful for her uh, new adventure and new adventure for us coming home and being home without children in the home. Uh, But we came back to Otis. So Otis is our faithful golden retriever companion. And while we were on our trip, uh, there was an, an, I would say an experience or incident and, uh, and maybe Right thereafter was a moment where both of us, I think, had uh, a conversation around, you know, I think this would be a great podcast because this is a very common dynamic for so many of us. And so we've titled this podcast, Can You Turn the Emergency Break On? That is the title. <laughs> and uh, it it has... It's a story that we want to share, but I think is a is a common story. Uh, I almost want to say global, but I, I don't know if I can or we can say that. But it's a common story, common experience. Uh, it, it came up for me in this last week, working with a particular couple, and they were navigating a situation, and I actually shared this story with them and thought, you know, I, I want to come back to this. I, I do think this is an important topic, important conversation uh, to help us understand particular dynamics uh, around either requesting a need, naming a need, uh, offering something of desire, hope even, and how the other response plays such a significant role or part in what happens next. So Lisa and I are... Uh, I, well, I also want to say, I think it's so common that it often gets missed. It just some little thing that mm-hmm. happens. And, you know, I think it goes, it's maybe been going on with us, this particular thing or Mm -hmm. little things like this just happen kind of every day. And we may or may not pay attention to them. And I think because we were, you know, out of town and and it was kind of a a different situation that we noticed, oh, this is kind of one of those little common things that comes up for us. And Mm -hmm. it was kind of got more highlighted. But I think what we're going to talk about are things that are just so common that they almost just seem like they're not even noticeable. We, mm-hmm. we don't even know that they're happening. We don't even think about it, but they do kind of add up. And I think that's what we begin to realize that there's this sense of resentment or the sense of bitterness that kind of rises up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't even realize where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. I think that's so true that that for many of us, they are the little things that potentially build up versus just this one isolated moment or experience. So we had finished dropping Ellie off at college. Uh, we're in this rental. I, r- I rented a truck and we're driving. It was a the... very, very big truck. It was a very big truck. <laughs> we needed a really big all truck. All of her things into her, her new place on campus. And we're driving back to Lisa's brother's house and we're on the freeway. And there was, I will just say, a couple of things in the bed of the pickup that were blowing around. And I thought, you know, I, 
I better stop on the shoulder of the freeway and go back and secure these things, bring them into the cab of the truck. And uh, so I pull off to the shoulder. Uh, I, I put the car in park. Uh, we're on a fairly flat surface. It's and a very busy highway. It, it was a very busy highway. They have a lot highway. of lanes in yeah, the highways. They, they do. Uh, <laughs> and uh, as, as I'm getting out of the car, you said, can you put the emergency brake on? And, you know, that's a really simple request, right? Like, it, maybe... It was a really big truck. <laughs> it was a really big truck. But for some reason, I was bothered. And I, I think I just kind of rolled my eyes and muttered something under my breath and shut the door. But I did, well, I'll come back to this. I shut the door. I'm out rearranging the things in the back of the pickup. I, I put them inside and I got back in the car and you were quiet. I think you were silent. You didn't say anything. Uh, and we drove for maybe another oh, three or four miles. And then I realized, hmm, what just happened? It's a similar question that we wondered about in our previous podcast around when we talked about awareness. But I think what happens in those moments is I, I think part of what I want to and we want to have a conversation around is how come I get to believe or I believe or you believe or sometimes we, we believe that what I, how, meaning I, I want to come back to this is how come I believe that that need that you made known, that request that you made known, it, it was like, why was I bothered by that? I was irritated. I was, in a way, I kind of dismissed it. And I think that's a common response that we often have when our spouse makes a bid with regard to need or desire. How come sometimes we believe that we have the freedom or privilege to somehow dismiss it, minimize it, mock it, judge it? And I think that's the key is where we landed on this was there was a part of me that believed I, I had the freedom to judge what it is that you needed. It was a minor thing. It was a minor request. It was push. It was all it was, was push a simple parking brake button. <laughs> and I think that's the, the bind for so many of us is how come we believe we're inconvenienced and or somehow believe we ought not to respond well to our spouse's need. Yeah. And it, it, this, this has come up before. I think at one point I rolled in the car a little bit when you got out, not, not this particular incident, but in the past, in the past. Yeah. And so oftentimes I, you know, I, I just want the emergency brake on when you get out because I sure. just feel, of course you do. I just feel a yeah. little unsafe. And <clears throat> I also realize that it feels maybe like um, I'm second guessing your ability to keep us safe. And so I know that might be a bothering thing, but mm -hmm. It just it's just in my mind, like I just feel like I want to feel safe. Mm -hmm. And you're getting out, and I'm <laughs> still yeah. in the car. Right. And and on this particular occasion, it was this big truck, and I I just felt nervous, even though yeah, it was a flat right. surface. But, but but I think I want to highlight in this that it's it's not really about the emergency brake or the need that you may know. It's the response to the to the request. And that, and I think that's the whole point that is, is that it's point. not really about what the need is no. because we all have different needs and we all have different levels of you know. Feeling Desires. safe or yes. feeling yes. desire or feeling hope or whatever it is that we happen to need. And I think it's really easy to maybe have judgment toward what the other wants or okay, dismiss so, so it. How come? Like let's let's I think that's the key for us is we want to be 
intentional in this moment is how come either of us or any of us believe we hold the freedom privilege to to judge what it is the other is asking needing requesting that's the key question to mm-hmm. me it's that how come how come there's judgment toward the other in those simple moments yes complex moments as well but the judgment implies you ought not to need that what's wrong with you mm-hmm. and i think that's where couples struggle and for this particular couple this last week we were talking about uh, a, a, i'll just say a relational exchange where something very similar happened and one of them responded with sort of this tone of voice, like, are you kidding me? Really? Like, like, I think that's the part that when we hear that or experience that from our spouse, what happens next? And for many of us, I think what happens is that's where we've talked about this, these words, um, loyal or and or uh, this belief that somehow I'm, I'm going to make a vow that I'm not doing that again. Uh, I won't make a need made known. I won't request something because the response is too painful. And, and if those are the moments that build upon each other, that, that's where I think resentment builds. I think that's where contempt can build. It's that at times when we, those simple moments of, can you turn the emergency brake on? It's a, it's a lovely, beautiful need request that really is on paper. And when somebody's talking about it, but in the moment, I think that's the part where we all struggle at times that somehow we say, you ought not to need that. Mm-hmm. And it can easily get minimized. Sure. I, and I think it comes out of, well, Sometimes it can come out of lack of understanding. We just mm-hmm. don't understand why would you need that? Why would you even ask for that? Why why would you want that? Or, um, you know, I think we can sometimes take offense. You know, don't you trust that I know what I'm doing here? You know, don't, don't you trust that I understand we're on a flat terrain and we don't need the emergency brake right now? Whatever the Whatever the reason is, mm-hmm. I think it's easy to judge and minimize and dismiss the other because we don't really understand or, or we just don't think it's important. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what we have again, over and over come to the conclusion that being aware that we're going to have different needs. We're going to have different desires. We're going to have, and how can we be aware of it and maybe be open, be, Mm -hmm. be kind to the request or. So um, let's go back to that moment. So when I, Oh, you made the request. I rolled my eyes. I muttered something under my breath. I closed the door. What happened for you? What'd you notice? I, I think it it was kind of confusing because I decided such a simple request. Right. Um, it makes me feel really safe. And I don't understand why it bothers you. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it's so, confusing. Right. Yeah, but yet it's such a small thing that I don't necessarily want to bring it up and have and, yeah. you know, an argument about right. it or a fight about it or question you about it. Cause it's been a long day and I'm tired. And, you know, mm-hmm. so I think when we, when we get to that point is where you really can become disconnected yeah. because th- there's just not enough energy to even bring it up. It's yeah. not, it's, it's not like a big ne- enough in a sense, deal. There's a never mind. It's kind of a never mind, yeah. you know, but never mind. but now I'm going to be a little bit more quiet. I'm going to feel mm-hmm. hurt. And so, when we have these happening on a daily basis, it can grow and it can become a bigger, mm-hmm. you know, a bigger deal. And mm-hmm. so I think we're hoping to raise awareness to just the little things that happen and to maybe do quick repairs. Mm-hmm. I think part of what I was highlighting with this couple and and for you and I, we've talked about this before we came on to record, is that 
it's a it's a very similar dynamic to what it's like for a child and a parent. If you don't have children, we can still relate because we were all children at one point. <laughs> and uh, or or you can envision or imagine this occurring, or you're watching something in a maybe a grocery store or some other public setting. So when a child makes a request, it can be a simple request. Um, can can I have that cookie? Or I, I really want a chocolate chip cookie. Okay. There are a couple of responses. There are more than two, but just a couple of basic responses that a parent can have. And one is something along the lines of, "What? What's wrong with you? We just had, we just had lunch, or you just had your dessert, or or something along those lines." There can be a mockery or a judgment of the request, somehow a a, a, a minimizing or a somehow implying that the child ought not to have made that request, um, you know, or something like you know maybe the child's at home reading and it's time to go to bed and. Uh, child says, hey, can I have 10 more minutes? I'm, I'm just about done with this chapter. No, you can't do that. That's not okay. You need to go to bed now. So, or there can be a response of, oh, shoot. Yeah, of course you'd like to have 10 more minutes, but it's really time for bed. Or, oh, shoot. Yeah, you'd really like that cookie, but not now. Do you hear the difference? I think what we're saying is it's not so much about meeting the need, although that's important. It's the, it's the sense of and the reflection of how are we responding to the request made known. That's the part, I think, for many of us that struggle in those moments, and particularly couples that where this is an embedded pattern, it's that somehow there's, a, again, this judgment of you ought not to need that. What's wrong with you? Are you kidding? And that's the part, I think, for us, that if we don't, if we don't pay attention to those moments, what is the undercurrent that begins to be very strong that can pull us under is the sense of resentment and bitterness and disconnect that can occur. Mm-hmm. Or the, the other feeling shamed or feeling judged or right. for a particular need, you know, maybe I did have a little bit of a fear, mm. you know, and then it feels shameful, like, Oh, right. I shouldn't worry about that. Or right. I shouldn't have that. And so then it goes more than just, Oh, I'm going to be quiet because I'm hurt. But now I actually feel, maybe judged or, right. or shamed or minimized, right. you know. That there's something wrong with me that I need this or desire right. this or requested this. Yeah. Right. And again, I think it they can be in such small moments that it's easy to miss. And yet, when we can catch those moments, and when we did catch this particular mm-hmm. one, it just brought about a lot of connection because you were able to say, wait a minute, why, why did I make that such a big deal? Yeah. You know, you were able to just say, yeah, I'm really, I'm sorry. I, I can put the emergency brake on, like if that's what you need. And I think we just, they miss it. They go flying by in the day and, but to really stop and to, um, be able to just take a moment to say, wow, you really need this. And, you know, maybe I can't meet this need right in this moment, or maybe this isn't the time for it, but I'm going to acknowledge it and not let it pass by. Right. You know, I I think also in this, that one of the things that that I become more aware of for us, but also therapeutically, is that the response to the request or the need or the desire that it plays such a critical part in what happens next. Uh, it's that when there's a a sense of the, of the other being bothered, we we tend to just retreat. We tend to withdraw. Uh, and I and I again want to pay attention to how come we are bothered at times by the other's request or need. Almost as if, again, we believe we have the freedom, permission, privilege to somehow say you ought not to need that. 
there's something wrong, which is, again, the core theme of judgment. Something wrong with you that you actually are making that request. And I think that's where that can become so familiar and so common that we're not even aware that's occurring. Right. So it's not even really about the need being met sometimes. It's about the response. It's the response. Because sometimes this is a small request that can easily be met, but sometimes it's a big request that can't be easily met. Like, I wish you didn't work so much. I wish you didn't have to work all weekend Mm -hmm. or something like that. And again, it can be in our response, right? We can say, yeah, I, I really hear that you you know, but I agree. I don't want to have to work all weekend and I am going to miss being with you or I'm going to miss helping you do something or whatever it is. But our response can be so powerful, even though we can't change maybe what we have to do or the outcome. So it's not as much about just doing the thing, but it's more about the words we use and the way we mm-hmm. don't minimize what the other is needing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think sometimes that's the hardest part is, is we're not really aware at times in the the courage it takes to make the request, you know, that mm-hmm. um, it, it, and for many of us, think about that for a moment, think about how much courage it does take and the risk that, that there is at stake when we make a simple bid made known or a simple request or, and we're, we're often maybe more calculated at times in, is this a good time? Is this a good moment? Will he be okay with this? Will she be okay with this? Sometimes we're we're often preemptive, and uh, this might not be a good moment because of how the other might respond. And and I think where intimacy, emotional intimacy, grows for us is when that need is honored well, when there's kindness toward the need or or kindness in the response. Yeah, of course. And and I, I, it's not as if we're saying do, do this and at all times. It's more of what keeps me us from being kind to the response to the need. What what keeps me from 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 responding well? That's a question I hope we would each ask of ourselves. Is that what what is that about? How come how come I believe I can be bothered, irritated, frustrated at 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 just a simple moment or a simple request? Yeah, and I think sometimes we might feel bothered because we might feel shame, like maybe we are going to be gone for the weekend and. So then all of a sudden we feel maybe guilty, like we're, you know, having this extra time away or something. And so we don't want to talk about it because then it makes us feel bad. Mm -hmm. But I think, again, what's helpful is to say, wow, I really hear what you're saying. And I see that, you know, I'm going to be gone or whatever the situation is. and, And I hear what you're saying. And I, you know, I want to acknowledge that, mm-hmm. even though I can't really change it or I can't do something different right now. And I, and I think that even if there's frustration still, I think there's, that's the best of, of connection. Like that's mm-hmm. what's going to create connection in that situation, even though you maybe can't change something, mm-hmm. but being kind and, and welcoming, you know, I hear what you're saying and I hear that you really need that. Mm-hmm. In that moment in the truck, when, let's go back to that before before we end. Uh, you made the request. I didn't respond well. There was maybe thirty seconds to a minute. I came back in the truck. We started to drive away. Could you, if we went back in time just for a moment, what would you say the internal dialogue was for you about? Can you put the emergency brake on? Like what? What? And my response to that, because I think that's that's a key piece for many of us is to pay attention to what happens internally. What's the dialogue? Do I begin to hold 
resentment toward the other? Do I become a bit bitter? Uh, do I have judgment toward myself? Like, what would you say was the dialogue? Yeah, I think I was questioning wh- wh- why is this making him frustrated? Why is this making you so frustrated? Mm-hmm. Like, this doesn't seem like a big deal. So, yeah, and, and there might have been some bitterness that was starting to rise up. Like, like gosh, <sighs> like what? we're having a nice moment, and now I feel frustrated. You know, and we're already kind of in a stressful situation, and mm-hmm. sometimes just those little things can really add a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. And then you're driving another hour and pretty soon you don't know why you're feeling so frustrated at the other, you know, and it can be such a simple thing. Yeah. And I think that's the, the, one of the keys to take away another part of this is what you just named is, can we be aware of what's fueling some of our resentment, bitterness? Um, what, what, what happened? Like we, we've talked about that question before, but can we be willing to ask ourselves what happened? What happened this morning or what happened a few minutes ago or what, what's, What's driving the irritation I feel, the frustration I feel? And can we have the courage to name that? Can we be intentional about, hey, can I check in about what happened? You know, when I asked you that question and you responded this way, this was the impact. Like, So there, there, there's an intentionality to the return of it rather than just, oh, well, like you said earlier on, mm-hmm. oh, well, never mind. Mm-hmm. And I think when the, oh, well, never mind keeps occurring, that's where the growing sense of disconnect occurs. So I think having the courage but also integrity to ask, ask myself, yourself that question of what's going on for me. Uh, I'm a little irritated. I'm a little frustrated. And can we be willing to return to what it was that was a bit irritating or frustrating or even felt like you said, there's a sense of judgment or even shame around the request being made known. So our hope in this conversation for, for yes, for Lisa and I, but also for those of you listening is just a bit more intentionality in those moments of, can I ask myself what happened? And then also, can there just be a, a bit more, I, again, we love this word intentional, but I think a kindness toward the request because we're aware of the risk it takes, the courage it takes, no matter if it's something simple uh, along the lines of, can you put the emergency brake on or a little bit more complex of, I'd love to spend more time with you this weekend. Uh, it, the way we react and respond plays such a significant part in what happens next. The Reconnect Marriage Podcast is hosted by the Reconnect Institute. For more information, you can find us on the web at thereconnectinstitute.com. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram at Reconnect Marriage. <laughs>